You're listening to the Imperfect Pursuit Podcast, episode number 15. The comparison trap is a real thing. I am sure at one point or another, you guys have been caught in the comparison trap and have seen just how paralyzing comparison can be. I don't believe you ever really grow out of comparison. It's something that can seep into your life and business so, so often. It's something that we have to be aware of so that we can intentionally work through it and ensure that it's not stopping us from taking action or chewing away at our own hearts. Comparison is something that I have struggled with in the past and it's something that I continue to work through. Contrary to what social media might put out there, comparison is something that all of us struggle with. And my bet is even the big dogs, Jenna Kutcher, Amy Porterfield, I am sure even those women struggle with comparison. It's a topic that is really dear to my heart because as I've said, I have really struggled with it. I've seen how it can impact how I view myself, how I view others, and the flow and effects of comparison when it comes to my business. I really believe that mindset is so important in the world of business. We've heard it before that business is 80% mindset, 20% strategy. So I felt led to record an episode all about the comparison trap. Hopefully I can speak a little bit of truth into your life and whatever circumstance you're facing at the moment and teach you some strategies to help yourself get out of the comparison trap when you find yourself being caught in this never ending game of competition and comparison. So let's get into the episode. Hey, welcome to the Imperfect Pursuit Podcast. My name is Sarah Luthi and I love all things marketing, money, mindset, and helping creative entrepreneurs pursue their purpose. Nothing in life or business is perfect, but I believe in the power of taking imperfect action and showing up with grace, authenticity, and intentionality. So if you're ready to imperfectly pursue your biggest goals and build a life and business you love, there is a place for you here. Alrighty guys, I am going to start off by dropping a little bit of a truth bomb. Comparison is a battle of contentment. Did that sting your heart as much as it stung mine? (laughs) As I was doing some research about comparison and how this can impact people, I read this quote that comparison is a battle of contentment. We live in a world where we are able to see into people's highly edited, perfect looking lives, and it can feel suffocating and stagnating. Often social media reminds us of what we might not have. We look at other people's lives, their businesses, and we may feel a sense of jealousy, insecurity, fear, or maybe all of the above. I was reading an article all about comparison, and I'll leave this link in the show notes if you guys want to go and read it. But this guy, John Lee Dumas, who is the host of Entrepreneurs on Fire, says, we live in a world where everyone is sharing one perfect second of their imperfect day, and we're interpreting that perfect second as a life of perfection. However, the reality is much different. They're living a life of quiet desperation like the rest of us. How powerful was that quote? So whether or not your life feels desperate, the truth is the comparison trap is real, it is painful, and it often results in the hope for perfection, which is the enemy of progress. 
So in this episode, I wanted to share a few more truth bombs, as you will, which will hopefully serve as a little bit of encouragement, a reminder. It may even challenge you, but I pray that it is something that actually impacts your heart and helps you come out of the comparison trap on the other side. And then toward the end, I'm going to share a few more tangible, practical tips. So there'll be a mix of some truth bombs and then a few tangible tips as well. So I just wanted to remind you guys that you are on your own journey. I was listening to a podcast, I think it might have been on Amy Portfield's podcast about a year ago, and she was sharing about some of her goals for the year. And I can't remember the specific goal, but it was something like turning over 10 million or something like that. And at first I remember thinking, wow, this is just so out of my league. How the heck do people get to that stage in their business where their goals are turning over 10, 20 million dollars? And then she shared something that was really powerful. And I can't remember the exact details, but she essentially said that she had been in business something like 10 years by that point. So of course her goals were going to be relatively big. So I guess the lesson that came out of this podcast episode for me is that you're on your own journey and you cannot compare their 10 years in business to your one year in business. And with that said, I would even say that you can't compare their 10 years of business to your 10 years of business because there are so many different factors when it comes to people's success. You can't hold yourself to the same standard or expectation just by looking at what other people have done. Now, a little bit of a personal story. There was a florist in the town that we used to live in that I really looked up to. She was certainly one of the leading wedding florists in the area. I followed her on social media and really admired the business she had created. I saw some different comments that she was making in Facebook groups and she was talking about the amount of weddings that she was taking on each year, the amount of staff that she was managing. And as a small solopreneur florist in her first one to two years of business who was struggling to make a decent income, I looked at her business and felt really intimidated. I felt, I would say, a sense of jealousy. I felt like I was so inferior compared to her and maybe this is something that you can relate to feeling inferior when you look at other people now I actually ended up having the opportunity of freelancing for this florist that I was looking up to and I don't want to speak badly about her business by any means because the business she had built is truly incredible but I did get a little bit of an insider look into what her business looked like and how she was feeling about this business that seemed so perfect on the outside. Sure, she was doing over 100 weddings a year. She was managing three or four staff members and on paper she was kicking a lot of goals. But she actually opened up to me about the various struggles that she was having with her business, how in one year she almost burnt out in the year that she made six figures, she faced some really serious personal issues. And it was just such a reminder to me that things just aren't always what they seem. I looked at her business and I thought, wow, like that is the definition of success. Compared to that, my business is nothing. How am I ever going to reach that level of success? And while I still respect her and the business she created, it was such a reminder to me to just stay in my own lane. She was kicking goals, sure, 
but it made me realize that managing heaps of staff, taking on over 100 bookings a year, earning six figures, none of that is worth it if it's at the expense of my mental health, of my marriage, of my relationships with people. It's just not worth it. And this experience actually made me reevaluate my own goals when it came to my own business. It made me realize I don't want to be doing over 100 weddings a year. I don't necessarily want to manage three or four plus staff and have that stress and responsibility of providing for their families. I don't want to be smashing out 100 weddings a year and losing that personal touch when it comes to my clients. Not that her business structure is bad by any means, but it certainly made me evaluate what do I want and be okay with the fact that my success may not look like someone else's success. And another thing I just want to say quickly is that there are people who are admiring where you are right now. If you have only just started your business a month ago, let me tell you, there are people out there who are in high school or just out of school. They've seen you taking that leap of starting a business and they admire that. There are always going to be people who respect and admire what you have done. Whether you're six months, two years, five years, 10 years into your business, there are always going to be people who are looking at what you are doing and wish that they could do what you do. I love this quote. I can't remember who said it, but the quote says, the only person you should be comparing yourself to is yourself yesterday. How powerful is that? So friend, stop comparing yourself to the person who has been in business five years longer than you. Flip, stop comparing yourself to the person who has been in business less time than you because it just doesn't matter. The only person you should be comparing yourself to is the person that you were yesterday. So remember guys, your journey is your own journey. Stay in your own lane. All right, the second truth bomb I have for you is that everything isn't always what it seems on socials. Now, I've already touched on this, but I just wanted to remind you again that social media is just not real life. As I shared in that quote earlier, people are sharing one perfect second of their imperfect day. I found that so true and so powerful. Not that I think we should be wishing the worst upon people or hoping that their life isn't rosy, but the reality is things aren't always what they seem. I don't think it's healthy to wonder what is wrong in people's lives. I don't think it's a healthy attitude at all, but when you find yourself getting caught in that mindset of they are so lucky, their life is so perfect, or why doesn't my business look like theirs? I just want to gently remind you, social media isn't real life. And genuinely, people are only sharing the Instagram worthy moments. So please don't interpret someone's post or the way they show up on social media as perfection because it's just one perfect second of their imperfect day. Alrighty, truth bomb number three, you don't need to seek approval from others. As a believer, I believe that we should be way more concerned about what God thinks about us and not what other humans think about us. Galatians 1 verse 10 says, am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I was still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. Even for those who aren't faith-based, I still just want to encourage you or challenge you with this question. Why are you trying to win the approval of other people? Please stop placing so much of your self-worth in what people might think of you. So those were my three not so quick truth bombs before I dive into the tangible tips. Let me just quickly run through those again. Number one, you are on your own journey. 
and the only person you should be comparing yourself to is the person you were yesterday. Number two, everything isn't always what it seems on social media. Not that we want to wish bad upon people, but it's important to realize that people are only sharing those Instagram-worthy moments or the Instagram-worthy photos. And number three, you do not need to seek approval from other people. Now, I do have a few tangible tips. I'm all for trying to make these episodes a little bit tangible and practical. Yes, of course, as I said, so much of business is the mindset, but I also think there are times when we can actually take action in order to improve our mindset. Now, the first one, funnily enough, isn't actually all that tangible. It's more of an exercise that I want you guys to do. I want you to grab a journal and spend some time doing a bit of mindset work. Maybe acknowledge why you might be feeling jealous, inferior, insecure, fearful. What emotion are you feeling and what does that feel like? And why do you think you might be feeling those things? It's going to feel uncomfortable, but you can't go around it. You can't go under it. You can't go over it. You've got to go through it. Tip number two, and this might feel a little bit strange, but hear me out. If it feels appropriate, I would encourage you to actually just be the quote unquote bigger person and actually reach out to that person and encourage them. Tell them that you admire what they're doing. Even if the root of your emotion, the root of your comparison is jealousy or it is insecurity, I think there's something really beautiful in spinning that in a way that can bless and encourage other people instead of just dwelling in this space of bitterness and jealousy. And I think this simple action is really going to help realign your own heart and hopefully also encourage the other person. Number three, I want you to take some time to choose whose input you are going to ingest. I think there's a real key difference between comparing yourself to anyone and everyone, but then actively choosing whose actions, counsel, opinions, advice that you are going to take as input. These people may change or evolve over time as you grow and your goals change, but it is important to have people that you look up to and admire. I remember in my podcast interview with Salandra, which was episode seven, the power of mindset, storytelling, and creating an authentic brand. Salandra said that there's two types of comparison. There's the comparison, which can make you feel really icky and really self-conscious, or there's the comparison that can feel really motivating and empowering when you look up to people who actually bring out the best in you and inspire you to take action. So be intentional with who you are choosing to follow and know that you can make the decision if you're going to consume someone's content or not. This leads me into the fourth point. Know that it's totally okay to unfollow people, whether it is your competition that is making you feel anxious and insecure, whether it's influencers who might be making you feel self-conscious about the way you look, whether it's a past friendship or relationship that makes you feel really sick whenever you see their posts. Friend, I'm giving you permission right now to unfollow those people. Now, I know you're probably thinking, but what if they have the app which tells them that I unfollow them? Who cares? I'm sorry, who cares? I also think those apps are total rubbish as well. I don't know why people are vain enough to want to know who's unfollowing them and who is visiting their account. That might have been a little bit harsh, but I've always been confused by those apps. If you are worried or concerned that so-and-so is going to see that you've unfollowed them, honestly, who cares? 
And also, if you feel like you are too curious to unfollow them, like you want to keep up with the Kardashians, you want to see what's happening in their world, even though you hate the feeling when you see their post, something in you also finds it exhilarating. I personally think that's just not a good enough reason. If it is bringing up negative emotions within you, if it is causing you to question your self-worth, causing you to question your potential, making you feel emotions such as jealousy and bitterness, or maybe even anger, I think that's a sign that you need to unfollow those people. If your argument is, but they're competition and it's important for me to know what's happening in the local market or the local industry, know that you can always go back to that person's account if you want to see what's happening. Quick side note slash story. I went through this exercise pretty early in my business. I was probably maybe one year into my business and I found myself just feeling really paralyzed by following all of my competitors. I cared way too much about what they were doing and it was impacting the way that I was running my own business and not in a healthy way. So I unfollowed most of my competition and it was the best thing that I did. I probably need to go through this exercise again soon because I probably have followed some of my local competition, particularly because we did move about 18 months ago and people that I didn't previously consider competition now are competition. And honestly, I think there are people that I just don't need to follow. So I'll admit, I probably need to go through this exercise again, but I will say from experience, it was actually really freeing unfollowing my competition. There are some people who are considered competition that I do still follow and I actually have really good relationships with and I do still follow them. But there are plenty of people that don't actually add any kind of value into my life or my business. And more often than not, it just makes me feel really unhealthy things. So if you have experienced this as well or you currently are experiencing this, this is your permission slip to unfollow your competition and or other people who are making you feel negative emotions. Tangible tip number five is to practice gratitude. As I said at the top of the episode, comparison is the battle of contentment. It is so easy to look at other people's highlight reels and be reminded of maybe what we don't have, the places that we haven't gone, the income levels that we haven't hit. But I think practicing gratitude and thankfulness is so, so important. So be intentional with this. If you like journaling, maybe this is something that you can just write down in your journal a few times a week. Whether it's just a simple little mindset shift, changing gears in that little brain of yours, and just start thinking a little bit more about the blessings in your life, the things that you can be grateful for. And last but not least, number six. I want you guys to pick a goal and keep moving toward it. Remember that big picture vision that you have for your own life. I don't know what that looks like for you, whether it's a certain kind of business, a lifestyle, a family, maybe it's all of the above. We all have this idea of what we want our lives and our businesses to look like. So friends, keep this at the forefront of your mind and keep working toward it. One foot in front of the other. Stop looking sideways and being distracted by what other people are doing. Keep your eyes fixed on the end goal. So there you have it, guys. I know this episode was a mix of heaps of different truth bombs and some of my opinions about comparison, but I hope that you guys were blessed by this episode. I hope it was an encouragement to you. I hope it challenged you. 
And I just hope that it gives you the tools that you need to acknowledge when comparison is seeping into your life and how you can actually work through it so that you can continue creating that life and business of your dreams. As I said at the start, I will pop that link of the article that I read about comparison in the show notes. And if you liked this episode, as always, my DMs are always open. I would love to know if you found this episode encouraging or helpful in any way. It honestly just makes my day when I get DMs about people listening to the podcast and how it has helped them in their life or their business. Like I say in every episode, keep on imperfectly pursuing your purpose and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss future episodes. And while you're at it, if you'd like to leave a five-star rating on iTunes, I would be so grateful. This lets me know what kind of content you're loving so that I can keep creating valuable content for you in the future. It also helps this podcast to find its way to the ears of other creatives just like you. You can check out the show notes for links to everything that was mentioned in this episode or head to my website www.saraluthi.com for more information and some cheeky freebies. Thanks again for being here, friend. I am so grateful for you and I'm cheering you on as you imperfectly pursue your purpose.